This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 430 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today I have a good neighbor that, especially in this day and age of working from home and the importance of computers and all the crazy virus and stuff that goes on that I don't understand. But fortunately, our guest Joe Goldstein does his company, Optimize Computer Solutions. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing terrific and uh, thrilled to have you. And I know it's it's funny, uh, you know, talking about all this crazy stuff on the internet that gets crazier by the day. I know we were scheduled to do this interview a number of weeks ago and some wacky, you know, latest hack thing happened on the internet and uh, you were, you know, eyeball deep into helping your clients protect them from the dangers of all that. So uh, how is it out there today? All things, uh, everyone being nice on the internet? Well, as nice as they are going to be. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I joke with some friends that I'm beginning to feel like the uh, the little Dutch boy that I run to wow. one side of the dike and I plug a hole and then three more pop off five, you know, five feet away. I try to plug those and then there's four more down the way. Uh, it's a constant battle and it's it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start with uh, your company, Optimized Computer Solutions. Tell our audience what you do. Sure. Optimized Computer Solutions is a full service managed service provider. And what that means is that we can handle all of your IT needs, uh, be it PCs or firewalls or networking. Uh, we also provide leadership uh services. We can act as your CIO, your chief information officer, and help you set direction for your company based on your company goals. So we we are definitely a full service uh, provider. And uh, one of the things special about OCS is that we have a very strong focus in healthcare. We have several healthcare clients all across the country. I've personally been working in healthcare IT since 2005, which believe it or not is uh not very long into when IT really started becoming prevalent in, in the healthcare industry. So we have a lot of experience. We help a lot of healthcare providers. I've done worked with everybody from one provider uh, office to hospitals with over 800 beds. So whatever size it is, we can definitely help. What about your, your journey, Joe? What got you into this uh, cybersecurity servicing world? I uh, I have loved security for for many years. My my first real uh, deep dive into it was in the late '90s. I was working for Intuit. You you might have heard of them, and you might have heard of TurboTax for the web, which yeah. was one of my projects that I helped launch back in the '90s, along wow. with many others at Intuit. And I was responsible for writing the security protocols for all the servers. And and when I started uh, at Intuit way back when. There were uh, six of us. I was the sixth employee on the IT team, and they had a, a lab of 40 computers, which in 1997 was the most computers I'd ever seen in one place. Yeah. Wow. So huh. I started there learning about uh, security and writing security protocols, how to protect our, our computers. And over the three-year period that I was in Intuit, uh, that environment grew from the six of us to well over 100 it went from those 40 computers, the most I'd ever seen in my entire career up to that point. Uh, but when I left three years later, we had 1,200 servers in our environment. My team alone was 25. 
And we were a bunch of uh, 20-somethings just mm. learning at light speed uh, on on the internet. It was, a, it was an amazing time. I still keep in touch with some of those guys. They, they have all, for the most part, moved on to some sort of leadership role in their careers. Yeah. And it's, it was a pretty awesome group. Oh, bet. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it is amazing. You know, we don't have to go that far back to, you know, pre Facebook and YouTube and, you know, back. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I don't want to date myself too much, but my heck, my first business, which wasn't that long ago. Uh, yeah, everything was done manually. We didn't have a computer, yep. you know, and it's like you can't even comprehend that today. No, uh, no. And we did, you know, from a standpoint it, uh, of running in a shop like that compared to today, that was the Stone Age. Yeah. You know, you think back to how we had to do things and, and everything was manual. We, we now have so many tools at our disposal that give us the ability to, to do things that would have cost us thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. to do 20, 25 years ago that we can buy for $99 a month now. It, it's really in, incredible how far it's come. Mm -hmm. How about, Joe, myths or misconceptions uh, that you hear in your industry? What, what can you sure. talk about there? One of my favorites is, do you own a Mac? Yep. Do you get viruses? <laughs> so far so good but i know that yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so one of the big myths out there is that if you're on a mac you can't get a virus and mm -hmm. and that is a very very deeply entrenched myth within it if it is software and it's running code it's vulnerable it's yeah. there's just no no way around it and the the history behind why uh, the Macs got that reputation is again, going back in time to, to, you know, kind of when things were starting to ramp up in the nineties and early two thousands, the majority of the folks that were running computers were running Microsoft based computers. Mm. You add onto that people had a dislike of Mr. Gates. <laughs> and so they focused on the windows products. It wasn't because Apple was better or, or way better at securing their environments It's because nobody really focused on them. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's changed, very... by the way. Your, uh, <laughs> your, your iOS on your phone gets updates on a very regular basis for flaws that are found and being exploited in the wild. Wow. It's, it's man, I, I, I just, it's mind boggling, you know, what must go into trying to not only keep it, keep up with all the potential flaws, but it, staying ahead, right? It's, it's, it's two parts, right? You have to try to outthink the hacker. Right. You know, the most effective tool we have at our disposal uh, as the, the folks who, who help protect environments is training. Uh, the weakest link in the mm -hmm. chain is the button, the seat. It's the human behind the keyboard. And they are the root cause for the mass majority of compromises and issues that you'll end up reading about. You know, there are some really, really high end hackers that you'll hear about you know, that's been prevalent in the last few months. But for the most part, the mass majority is somebody making a mistake. Somebody clicking on a link they shouldn't have clicked on, clicking on an app they shouldn't have clicked on. And, you know, it's all downhill from there. So we try to spend a lot of time training our end users, training them how to identify things that are fishy, so to speak, and giving them other tools and tips about how to go through their day-to-day -day, uh, functions on the internet and, and be safe about it as safe as possible. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it is amazing how, man, not too long ago, you get a, an email and you just knew it was bogus and just someone, you know, trying to get you to click on a link. Uh, but now I, some of these emails that come through, I really have to like stop myself. You know, it's like I'm about to click on the link and then I go, mm -hmm. whoa, 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 look at that email address. Right. You know, uh, uh, because the, the logos, addresses, all that stuff is authentic or at least it looks like it. Yeah, and in some cases it looks very authentic. In some cases, it actually comes from the person that it says it's coming from because their box has been oh, compromised. And the bad guys use that. You know, you mentioned that the last time we were supposed to do this, I was knee deep in in uh, issues, so to speak. Uh, last month, I handled four separate incidents, which is by far the most I'd ever have to handle in in one month. Two of them were with direct clients for what we call a zero day, which they had no defense against. And you might have read about the 60,000 exchange servers that were uh, compromised back in January, February. Uh, and then I had folks that were individuals that are friends of mine that clicked on a bad link that took over her Facebook and Instagram account. She happens to be an influencer, so it really impacted Ooh. her livelihood. Yeah. And, and another uh, uh, friend whose phone uh, had been potentially cloned and she was having strange things happening on that. So it was a very busy month for, <laughs> for security. Wow, wow. All right, so outside of your crazy technology security world, what are you doing for fun? Well, we just moved to Florida, so we're spending a lot of time exploring. We just bought a boat, so we're going to be spending a lot of time on the boat this summer uh, just exploring what there is to do here in, in southwest Florida. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, people ask where we're going on vacation. It's like, you know, I, I think I live where we're going to vacation, at least for a while. It's it's beautiful down here, and we're going to spend a lot of time just getting to know the area. Yeah, yeah it is amazing. You know, Living here, it, it does take away that need like you know for us living in pennsylvania every summer you felt like you had to go someplace right mm -hmm. and, and but down here it's like oh, no i'm good <laughs> yeah i mean i think you know we definitely have a, a trip to the to key west uh nice. planned and we plan to do it in the boat We're looking forward to to taking the boat out to key west spending a couple of nights and turn around and coming back so you know another wow. bucket list type item that you know would never have been possible if we didn't move out here yeah so do you have a lot of uh, boating experience or are you just uh, going to learn yeah, it we, all? We boated. I've been boating since I was a kid. My wife has yeah. been boating her entire life, but the boating here is completely different. Uh, yeah. You put a boat in the Pacific Ocean, as soon as you put it in the water, you have 10 or more feet below you and, and you never have a shallow spot. Mm. You don't have to worry about that. And what we have discovered is that is not boating in Florida and we're... <laughs> <laughs> We're like newbies learning how to boat all over again, uh, learning how to boat in these shallow waters. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, we, we live on the bay, and uh, we, we do see a lot of that. Uh, what's that red boat, the tow, the tow company? Yeah, the tow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. How about, uh, you know, looking back in life, Joe, a time that comes to mind that you – you know, had that struggle to get through a challenge and uh, but now you look back and say I'm better for it I'm stronger oh yeah that's definitely the precursor to the uh, to the birth of optimized uh, you know it was 2008 the economy had just kind of turned you know turned downward mm. uh, I had a I was the CIO for a large hospital in Dallas 
working for a consulting company and I was traveling back and forth, just got remarried. Uh, everything was going well. And I was called in the office and said, Hey, you know, we don't want a traveling CIO anymore. Uh, we want you to move to Dallas and having just been married and my wife's, my new wife's family and everything is in California. I'm like, I, I, I can't move within a week. I was w- without a job. They moved on like most corporations will. So I spent the next six months uh, looking for work eight hours a day, looking for work became my job. And it was very, very frustrating because it was hard. Everything was very competitive. I was either overqualified for the positions or there were a hundred very qualified candidates for every position. It seemed back then, and you know, we were doing things like buying storage units and, uh, buying, uh, lots of bicycles and refurbishing them and, and selling them on Craigslist and going to swap meets. We were doing all sorts of creative things just to Right. to make ends meet. And then one day my wife came down to my office and looked at me and she says, yeah, you, you are way too talented to be just sitting there. Mm. Just go out and do something. She mm-hmm. get out of here, go do something. And I'm like, you know, I always wanted to start my own business. And I went from being a CIO uh, at a very large hospital to going all the way back to my roots, wiping uh, viruses and porn off of uh, people's PCs. Mm. And that's, that's how Optimize started. I got my first business client a couple of months later, who is still a client today. Wow. And uh, from there, we've had a, a number of very fortunate uh, steps and met some nice people and had some really uh, good referrals and have been blessed to, to continue to grow and we're going to continue that trend here in Southwest Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? I wish they knew we were here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, I just had this conversation earlier today. It's really tough being the new guy. There are some really good uh, providers here that, that do what I do in, in this mm-hmm. area. And I always tell folks, if you have somebody that's good, stick with them because it's really hard to find. There are a lot of not so good uh, IT guys out there in the world. And, and a lot of my clients have come from the uh, not so good IT guys. But the one thing is I, I really wish people knew that we were here so we could have an opportunity to get in front of them and, and let them know what we can do uh, for them. Let them know maybe how we're a little bit different and uh, what uh, what Optimize brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. You know, it's, um, and I guess a, a lot of it, I mean, there's the obvious, oh, my God, Joe, I have a problem. Um, can you help? Right. And, but you would probably prefer to be on the front side of that. Right. You know, let's uh, protect these businesses, yeah. those computers. Uh, there, There's that saying, an ounce of prevention yeah. is worth a pound of cure. It is uh, very, very true in, in our industry in that the money you put into prevention, you may not see it come back to you. But you most likely have avoided a much more costly uh, incident. There's a there's a cartoon that makes the circles in our industry that's really very, very telling of what it's like to be an MSP. In the first cartoon, it is a woman holding a network cable in her hand and it's broken. And she looks at the IT guy and she says, everything's always broken. What do we have you guys for? And so you go down to the next panel and it's the same woman working on her computer and the IT guy, there's standing there and just twiddling his thumbs. And the lady says, everything works. What do we have you for? <laughs> right. So it's, it's one of those situations where you, 
you really uh, have a hard time justifying your existence on in either case, because when things are going well, they don't think that they need you. And when things are going bad, they think that, you know, you're the blame for all the uh, all the woes. Oh, I can so see that. I can so see that. Wow. Uh, well, I got to share, you know, with with my uh, health club company, we had two awesome IT guys and and they were lifesavers. You know, it's like when when you know stuff was was happening that was impacting your day and to be able to get them involved and just know, okay, de-stress, I don't have to think about it, worry about it. And and soon I was up and running again. It, it was awesome peace of mind. So I, uh, I really we, appreciated them. You know, we, we allow our clients to sleep at night. Not, yeah. You know, at least when it comes to IT, they don't have to worry about their IT. And that really is our goal is that our clients sleep well and don't worry about what's going on in their in their information technology department. Oh, super. Well, Joe, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? Absolutely. They can go to OCSolutions.co. That is our website. They can also reach us here locally at 239-323-2111. And I can be emailed at joe at ocsolutions.co. Well, terrific. Well, Joe, welcome to Southwest Florida. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm jealous you're, you're boating to Key West this summer. Oh, man, I, that's on my bucket list, too. It's, it's coming. Uh, but no, all seriousness, we wish you the absolute best. We know you're going to rock it here. And uh, we'll be in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.